Welcome to Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. Good morning, everybody. I don't know about you, but too much turkey and too much football. Um, I'm on fumes, so if I look like I'm falling asleep up here, you have permission to throw something at me, okay? Recently, I was watching an interview with a uh, Special Forces soldier who had served in both Afghanistan and Iraq. And at one point, the conversation turned towards dealing with fear. And the interviewer asked this soldier, how does an elite soldier with all your skill and training and experience, how do you deal with fear? Or do you even have to deal with fear? And the answer, the soldier's answer was really interesting. He said, I have to deal with fear all the time. He said, every time I step off the base or get dropped behind enemy lines or have to step through the doorway of an enemy-occupied building, I know it could be my last time. So yes, I know what it is to deal with fear frequently. And he said, part of what you do is depend on your training, right? He said, when the adrenaline starts dumping and that fight or flight reflex kicks in, You just trust that your training will kick in as well and that what you've trained to do over and over and over again will show up. But part of it, he said, and he said this is really important, he said, is that you have to be living for someone else. You have to be living for someone else. So he said, when I step through that doorway, not knowing what's on the other side, I ask myself every time, who are you doing this for? Who are you doing this for? And every time the answer is, I'm doing this for my brothers in arms, or I'm doing this for my wife and my children back home so they can be safe. And he said, that's what gets me across the threshold when all of my instincts are screaming, just turn and run the other way. You have to be living for someone else. You have to be living for someone else. Friends, my guess is most of us aren't kicking down doors very often or getting into firefights, thanks be to God. But there's something here for us to listen to, I think, isn't there? It's no easy thing to follow Jesus in our world today, if it's ever been. Sometimes it means being misunderstood. Sometimes it means being thought of as naive or deluded or worse, maybe as bigoted. Sometimes it means having to choose the right thing, the hard thing, when everyone else seems to be choosing the easy thing, the convenient thing. And sometimes, sometimes, it means having to push ourselves to a love in a way that's way beyond what's comfortable for us. In our gospel this morning, the Son of Man asks, did you feed the hungry, give drink to the thirsty, welcome the stranger, clothe the naked, care for the sick, visit the imprisoned? Not just did you give money so that somebody else could do that, which is not a bad thing, but did you do it? Did you do it? And I'll bet if we're honest, there's lots of times in our lives where we don't do it, right? Where it's easier to just ignore the need in front of us, where we'd rather not be inconvenienced, or maybe where the person in front of us just plain annoys us. It's been said, that the Lord often comes to us in distressing disguises. Distressing disguises. So sometimes he comes in the shape of the materially poor, but often he shows up in the guise of those who bother us or those who disappoint us. 
maybe even those who provoke us. And it's at those times that it's really important that we know who it is that we're living for. Because if we're just living for ourselves, if we're just in it to protect our time or our reputation or our cherished opinions, then we won't follow Jesus for long. Not into those hard places. Not into those difficult relationships that force our hearts to stretch. Let me give you a little example. Somebody once wrote that the Lord calls us to love the poor, both the deserving poor and the undeserving poor. So he said the deserving poor are the people we feel sorry for. Those are the folks who are down on their luck but are trying to improve their lives. They deserve better and we want to help them. But we're also called to love the undeserving poor. And this is so much harder. The undeserving are the insufferably needy, right? Or those looking for a free ride, or those who will use people, or lie, or cheat, or steal, or seem to have no interest in hard work or helping themselves. They're infuriating. The deserving poor are great. It's easy to love them. The undeserving poor? Well, he says, they revolt us. They revolt us. Friends, I think we'd all like to think that following Jesus, taking up the cross means being good, giving up things that are sinful, adultery, alcoholism, cursing, anger, pride, envy, greed, you name it. But there's a deeper cross, a bigger cross, a deeper invitation, a harder threshold to cross, if you will. And that's to love your enemies. Do good to those who annoy you. Love those both who deserve your love, but also those who don't deserve it, as Jesus loved us. Because that's who we're living for, Christ, who often chooses to meet us in the distressing disguise of those who are least in the world's eyes and often least in our own eyes as well. So your homework this week is this. Ask the Lord to show you the undeserving person in your life that you've been avoiding or who you failed to love. And then pray for the grace to do something concrete for them. Pray for them, stand up for them, maybe tell them the truth that no one else will. Maybe just give them a few minutes of your time. That doesn't mean you're gonna like them. We're not gonna like everybody who crosses our path, but we do have to love them do good for them as best we can for the sake of Christ, who while we were yet sinners, gave himself for us. Who are you living for? Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h-t Org. We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org.